What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Biz Bites and More podcast. This is your host, Grayson, and I'm always going to be with you no matter where you go. Uh, what, what you're up to, I don't even know, I don't know where I was going with that, but this is your host Grayson, welcome to episode 28, and it is the 1st of October 2020, Jesus fucking Christ, where has this year gone, I have no idea, sports are back, which is great, um, but I don't know what really happened between like March 18th and like right now, um, so yeah, hey guys, welcome to the pod, uh, I just actually put out an episode on Tuesday, and are you doing another one, yes, Yes, I am doing another one. Thanks for asking, alright? Okay, I'm doing another one because shit is just happening all around the business world, so I have to get into it. What is the Biz Bites and more podcast about? Well, thank you for asking, Jeff, you cunt. Um, the Biz Bites and more podcast is about business news, it's about stocks, it's about... Um, markets, it's about what's going on in the business world, it's a, it has a little a little dash of some other shit, and it is layered on with comedy and humor, I'm trying to brighten your day, make you interested in something that usually to most people isn't interesting, like business to me, it, it's fascinating, I love it, but a lot of people, they're like, I, I could do without it, and hey, fair enough, fair enough, not everyone has to like everything you like, Grayson. Alright, so get over yourself. But that's what the podcast is about today. Before I get into the segmentals, as always, well, not as always, but just starting recently, uh, I told you last pod, but I have this company called Word Genius, um, and they send me a word of the day. And I said to myself, well, if somebody's going to just delight me by filling up my inbox with a word of the day, well, I'm going to share that with all the listeners of the BBNP uh, podcast, uh, Biz Bites and More Podcast Podcast. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, so the word of the day before we get into segmentos is cetology. C e t o l o g y. Cetology. Cetology. Cetal. C c t l o g y. Cetology. Oh God. Okay. All right. It's a noun, and it means the branch of zoology that deals with whales, dolphins, and porpoises. Use it in a sentence, Grayson. Well, I'm getting to that. Uh, the marine biologist was so also an expert in the field of cetology. Last night, uh, after a fat line of cocaine, the man next to me said. Have you ever been interested in cetology? I said, what's that? And they said, it's the branch of zoology that deals with whales, dolphins, and porpoises. There you fucking go. Word of the day. Cetology. The branch of zoology that deals with whales, uh, or dolphins, and porpoises. Fantastic. Hey, come on, word genius. Give me something better than that. Um, but hey, now you know. All right, guys, let's get into the segmentos of the day. The first one up is the Palantir direct listening. Uh, direct listing, sorry about that. If you have not heard about Palantir, they are the, they're like an analytics software database company with just a few clients and they 
all happen to be the like the U.S. fucking government. So they're pretty fucking big clients, but if they lost one of those clients, that'd probably be pretty detrimental to Palantir. But, however, Palantir went through a direct listing, not an IPO, uh, like we thought it was. I'm going to look up where they are right now today, right live, just so you get it. Um, and again, this is October 1st, so Palantir, let's see where. So yesterday, so they debuted at like $10 a share, which shocks me because I was... I was under the impression that they were going, it was like supposed to be the biggest IPO, uh, software IPO of 2020. And I was a little shocked to find out that it was like, it, it debuted at $10 a share, it like shot up to 11 and then like went back down to nine and they are at 9.28 as of right now at, at this recording. Um, so they did do the kind of the direct listing, which is outside of the IPO, but also we have also seen things like this uh, through SPACs, like Nikola famously got onto um, the stock market through a SPAC, which stands for fuck if I know. Um, but a direct listing is basically they don't have to do all the like raising funding and all that shit, um, and they just got on the stock market. And funny enough, Asana actually did the exact same thing on the exact same day, uh, but I think Asana did a a lot better or at least stayed stable throughout the fucking day so palantir technologies they're it's an interesting stock i'll say that much um they're just like they it's very hard to tell what they do who they're like how much their clients are digging them um like their contracts and all that shit it's something that i would say if you want to invest in palantir go fucking look at the company and try to like figure it out before you're like just throwing money at it it just, it's an odd one. It's an oddball for sure. It was supposed to, I, I, I don't know if I'm fucking high or I'm like crazy or something, but I heard that it was going to be the biggest software IPO. So I don't know what the fuck happened to that. Um, but debuting at $10 uh, was not what I was expecting. And albeit they do get, they do have like, I think 1.65 billion shares outstanding. So that should tell you why the price is so low. Um, but I was expecting a lot more. I was I was literally expecting like two hundred plus dollars a share, and I think that's what everyone else was speculating as well. So Palantir direct listing just went on. Check them out if you want to. Um, not they're not in my wheelhouse of things that I understand or know. Um, they also have like just a very few amount of clients, so like that immediately to me is a, a red flag. Cause like what if one of their clients is like you know what fuck it, and then they their revenue everything just drops immediately. If you have like three fucking big clients and one of them leaves you're fucked um so i don't know not a huge fan of palantir but uh definitely take a look if you're interested in the like data analytics software with the u.s government probably some pretty cool shit in there <laughs> next segmental up for the day pin national gaming uh the majority owner of barstool sports has had an insane year and i'm gonna look up this one too because from what I understand, they went all the way down to $4 a share, and today they're at $73, um, $36 a share. So in one year, and not even in a year, in like literally – so on March 18, 2020, when the pandemic was at its worst, or like the, all the news was getting really shitty and all the markets were going fucking – right down the fucking tubes just like you know my love life Penn national gaming was at four dollars and 52 cents so they have 
I mean, fucking, they're they're up two hundred ninety two percent. Wow, that's uh, a kind of a you know a, a little bit of a fucking you know a gain right there. So, I was actually looking at. I've been you know I've been kicking myself. This is one of those companies that I I saw at four dollars. I saw them at thirty dollars. Um, I saw them at fifty dollars and. They're at 73 now. The thing about Penn National Gaming is it's a gambling company. Now, they do, again, own a majority stake in Barstool Sports. Um, so, to me, I'm like, are you guys riding, just riding out what you can on Barstool? Or is this company, like, a gambling company, in quotes, and then on top of the, their, like, gambling investments or whatever, their, you know, their gambling strategy... They're also kind of, you know, they're in they're in podcasts and media and content and video and all that shit because of Barstool and, and what that has. And I don't think this is, like, new. I think MGM does quite a bit of media on top of their gambling and casinos and whatnot. So this isn't, like, a huge, like, whoa, Penn National Gaming is changing the game. But they did come in and made a really, really fucking smart move and, and bought into Barstool and really propped that up and was able to profit and capitalize on the the barstool like the fucking what do you want to call it the barstool effect the barstool touch i don't i don't know there's just a number there's a large number of fans that are very very tried and true to barstool so penn national gaming being a majority owner of that is obviously going to translate into a higher stock price um good for you penn national gaming i you know again it's not gambling is just not the kind of shit that's in my wheelhouse i just don't i prefer not to stay out of that because in times of crisis the last thing you're gonna fucking worry about is like paying off your bookie like when the world when the meteor is coming you're not going to be like well i better bet on the giants or you know i better take the under on the giants like no that's not going to be your thoughts um so it's just like when crises happen just like this year you see what happens to gambling um, especially when the sports world left and was very unsure for a while, shows a direct effect on the stock of things like Penn National Gaming. So just be aware of it. It's not, again, it's not in my wheelhouse, but you would have made a shitload of money had on March 18th you'd been like, let me put, you know, let me buy like seven shares, at, you know, at four fucking dollars of Penn National Gaming. Um, and you, you would have been sitting happy today with a smile on your face like a like a fresh blowjob in the morning. <laughs> Grayson, Grayson, we talked about your, your uh, sexually charged, uh, you, you know, rambles. Okay, I... I apologize. All right, guys. Last segmental for the day is Google releases Chromecast and a new Google TV. Uh, you heard it here first. I don't know. Um, it was in there like a, every every fucking tech company seems to do like an event now. Like Apple used to do like has their little like Apple Day or whatever. I think Amazon does their am. Yeah, of course they do. They have to have an Amazon Day. Um, God, what was the other one? Uh, yeah, uh, Tesla did it like a battery day. Like I don't, I don't get all these tech companies having their own little day to like show off what they're been doing for a year. Um, but hey, fuck it, I, you know, whatever. It's good for the stock, I guess. So um, Google released on their little event day, whatever was fucking called. I'm sure it was called like Alphabet Alphabet Soup Day. I don't know. I'm I'm not in marketing for Google. Um, so they released the Chromecast and the Google TV. This is obviously to compete with um, Amazon's Fire Stick, uh, any like Roku TV, Apple TV, um, any of those kind of assortments that you can think of uh, in that like 
field, I guess, if, if you will. It might be successful. Google literally is like the latest player to this game. Uh, they probably needed to do this a lot longer. I know they had a Chromecast, but it didn't have any interface, so you could use it. So basically, this is all to make your TV smart, right? That's why you get a Roku, so you have a smart TV. That's why you get a Fire Stick, so you can make it a smart TV, basically, so it has internet capabilities. Something that I think Google shouldn't have waited on at all, I, I don't know why they did, but they might they might actually pull quite a bit of customers. I, I guarantee you that Google is going to make this way cheaper than like an Apple TV. And they might even have it like really, really um, comparable to like a Roku or an Amazon Fire Stick. I don't know the prices of those fuckers, but uh, I imagine it's a little less than Apple. Um, but you know, like I would think that Amazon's Fire Stick is probably on the cheaper side. Roku's probably like right in the nice middle. And then Apple's on the like the more upper side uh, with the 1%. Oh. Um, but I, you know, first of all, this was really late. Um, we don't know if it's going to be successful. I imagine that it will be. It's just pulling more of their customers into their um, umbrella, into their... What's the fucking word with the eco ecosystem? Ecosystem. They're trying to pull them into the Google ecosystem and just like you know make even more of a customer out of them. Um, so hey, it might it might do really well. Do uh, Chromebooks have always done really well, and they're always on the cheap side. The Google Pixels. I have one, uh, the phone, and they're on the always on the cheaper side. And I imagine that Google's Chromecast or Google TV is going to also be on the cheaper side. It's probably going to have the core functionalities that you're looking for like in an Apple TV or in, in a Fire Stick and um, you know it'll probably be a comparable price and probably give you the same experience so good for Google really fucking late to it but like but hey I mean whatever good go for it uh, so you'll you'll be seeing those soon uh, obvious competitors and the, it's it's probably more for like the holiday season that's coming up and getting those fucking presents in. So, hey, Google, go for it. So, those were the segmentals for the day. Let me wrap it up really quick. The Palantir Direct listing went on, at like, and they're at, like, nine fucking dollars an hour. What happened to the biggest software IPO of, the, like, of 2020? Uh, um, Penn National Gaming has gone from $4.52 to $73.36 in under a year. Insane growth. Um, but it you should kind of be a, a little weary of, of gambling stocks in general just because of their cyclical kind of uh, life and then finally Google released their Chromecast and Google TV kind of cool really late to the game might be successful might not um, so side stories for the day airlines are waiting on a government relief package and if they do not get this government relief package they are going to have to shutter 30,000 jobs this is obviously terrible Disney just did this it was I, I covered it on the pod don't Disney just fired 28,000 um, people I said that Disney is like an industry kind of standard I wouldn't say airlines are in the same industry as Disney but it's 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 just an obvious effect of what's happening with COVID um, so Hopefully the relief package does go through. I don't know if airlines are like exactly what we need to save right now, but um, it you know they they are having people's jobs on the line. It is a very very serious thing. So I good luck to the airlines. I hope you do get the relief package. Um, but if not, they they could shutter thirty thousand jobs. That's going to speak directly to the stock prices. Um, even though Disney is actually like crazy up this year. 
I think. Um, and I guess they're just wrote, riding the coattails of Disney Plus. But uh, airlines don't have a Disney Plus to ride their fucking coattails on. It's pretty much the airline its fucking self. So uh, good luck to the airlines. I mean, dude, shitty situation, but so is. Um, whoops, but welcome to fucking 2020. So, like, I. That's how I would describe it as a shitty situation. Guys, that was the pod for the day. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, please share this podcast. Please share the blog. If you are liking the information that you're getting, if, you, if you're finding a little humor throughout the day, if, you, you know, you know, if I put a little smile on your face, maybe if, if I just did that, that's all I wanted. That's all I. That's all I wanted to do. What you could do for me is share the podcast. Um, you can go to the blog bizbitesandmore.com for all the blog content. I'll probably have another one out today. Um, the Twit Machine at bizbites and more and also the lunch lunch hour with guests is going to be on YouTube and on the podcast. So you can find it both places. Go like. Go subscribe. Go listen. Go you know support me if you if you feel so obligated to. Uh, I do this for you guys, but I would do this uh, without being paid a dime. So it doesn't matter to me either way, but I really appreciate it if you if you got the name out. Uh, <laughs> thanks, guys, for listening. I am going to be working on quite a few things uh, as far as the biz bites and more like just like content machine just keeps on running. Uh, I'm going to try to get some outro music. I, I think that is uh, lacking in the department okay so i'm gonna be working on a lot of things uh go listen go subscribe go support go share uh i love you all i will have a hopefully a podcast on saturday and that's what i'm thinking it is october 1st it is a thursday so hopefully i'll have one on saturday and and hopefully that will be a lunch hour with guests so you got that to look forward to. All right, guys, I'm about to do the full disclosure at the very end of this. Um, so and anyway, that's my take on, take on it. Until next time, I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. All right, guys, let's do the full disclosure for the day. I'll rate the Biz Bites and More podcast. It is a podcast about business. It's about uh, business news, markets, uh, all that good jizz and jazz. But this is not recommendations to buy stocks. This is an analysis. This isn't like this isn't like oh go fucking take out a mortgage to go like uh you know invest in Palantir. I never fucking said to do that. All right, I'm not a, I'm not an expert. I and just some guy that rambles on in Colorado about dicks, cunts, shits, um, business news, and all sorts of other fucking weird-ass dumb shit that I like to put in here. Uh, the reason that I'm sh- covering this with curse words and humor is to show the authenticity of this not being a recommendation. Uh, this is not an analysis for markets, for stocks, any of that jizz or jazz. Thank you for listening. That's the full disclosure, and I'll talk to you later on.